Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back, I'm Brian. I'm Inessa. There are no giggles. There are. There are no, now there are, but there were not any giggles because... <laughs> Uh, we take uh, this very seriously. No, no, oh, that's because there, like... there was this. Um, it was pretty tense actually before, before we started recording. What is, what is up with the? I, like I just set the levels and now it's all, it's all messed up. Hmm. All right, what? And, and it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't yeah, care. It actually, make it maybe you. We care, but it doesn't matter because no one's listening, and that's fine. If we fall in the forest, do we make a sound? We, we do make a sound. Because we can hear each other yeah. fall. Yeah. That's sort of like this podcast. <laughs> each of us are falling in the middle of an empty forest. We make a sound that only each other <laughs> can other hear. The other one can hear. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what, nice. what, what is the sound of one couple clapping? Yeah. <laughs> if not for you, then when I fall in the forest, no one would hear, and that would be very sad. Boy, that's, yeah. uh, that's grim. What are you yeah. doing in the forest by yourself? I don't know. I would never go to the forest by myself. You're going there to make sure that trees make sounds. No, I wouldn't go to the forest by myself. To make sure that trees make sounds? Okay. There's a pretty dumb reason to go into the forest <laughs> by yourself, actually. You can get lost, especially if you want to find like that, that really remote tree that would otherwise not make a sound by falling down. Yeah, I'm afraid of being anywhere uh, without other people by myself. Okay. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem too strange, really. I mean, and in 21st century, the 21st century world, it's kind of hard to be by yourself much of any place, really. I mean, if we exclude things like being in your car by yourself, there's a lot of other cars. Yeah, I'm not afraid right? of being in my car by myself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's not really a thing. Asking, asking my friend how old I have to get before I'm no longer afraid of being in a parking lot well, that's by a different myself. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you're not afraid of being alone at that point. You're afraid of being... <laughs> yeah. Uh, accompanied yes. by by <laughs> someone I don't know. Yeah, someone yeah. violent. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's so weird. Uh, I'm delaying. Um, I'm uh, delaying on purpose because I didn't write a summary. You didn't write a summary. I read this thing like two weeks ago. Yeah, maybe. Um, do not touch your chin I'm to the not ottoman. Touching it. I wasn't. Don't touch the ottoman. I was not touching the ottoman. Don't put your chin on anything. I was not putting my chin under the. I was just two weeks ago. Yeah, we decided not to record because uh, though we had both read it, we had not. Uh, Nobody had taken, summarized. Taken it. the care mm. to uh, to to read it and summarize it and, yeah. and come up with comments. We didn't. We um, didn't. We didn't. We didn't care to care about. I care. I mean, we I care. We, we care, yeah, but we didn't. Not we, enough to, to do anything what about were we doing it. Two weeks ago, we care in the same way that we care about I don't know poverty or some shit. Well, no, I, I can't. Like, you know, I, I don't like it. But what are you going to do? I'm just going to shrug my shoulders and. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I'm as impotent at fixing poverty as I am at um, doing anything doing to improve this podcast. This podcast, right? Yeah. So two weeks ago, I can't remember what we were doing. Last weekend, we were out of town, so we decided to let's talk about our trips <laughs> instead of the comic book. We decided to wait yeah. to do this so that we had so more it would time be better to make it better. And in the end, here we are having waited, and it's, it's not just better. As fucking bad. It's not, it's not any better at no. all. Um, it is no better. In fact, maybe it's even worse because it's been a long time. Oh, exactly. Since we both yeah. Read it. yeah, that's so. the worst, man. I, I'm. I always think if I wait another week, then I'll have more time to make it better. But really, that just makes it worse because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do anything yeah. in that week. I, just, I need a regular yeah. time. There are things that I need to do on a more regular schedule. Like like bowel movements? No, like those are hard to schedule. This, I will say this. Yeah, like this, and also like the budget stuff. Yeah, I yeah. just need to do it at the same time every week. Usually, I, very often, I read this on Saturday night, yeah. and then on Sunday morning, I'll like spend time summarizing it or whatever. But uh, fair, yeah. Um, also, my iPad's been dead. Like I have a lot of your iPad's been dead. Yeah. There was a big <laughs> there was a big to do about power cords yesterday afternoon. <laughs> this is a constant thorn in your side. <laughs> So we are a family of four, and we are a, a family of four people and four iPads. Four iPads and one and phone. Yeah. one plus like Schrodinger's cat number <laughs> of additional chargers. So we have five iDevices that all use the same kind of charger. Yeah. Four iPads. Yeah, and I have and one charger that I guard with my fucking life. <laughs> right, and one phone. So there should be at least five 
cores because we've got this in theory thingy that you can plug all the USB cords into. So there's thus making five. it easier to charge multiple devices at once. Right. Then I purchased <laughs> yeah. three additional cords of those, you threw like, money at the problem. Those gray <laughs> with the the gray like mesh wrapper. I purchased three more. So now we should yeah. have eight cords. But how many do we have? Well, in practical terms, okay. any given moment. So the cat, apart from mine, the cat ate one. Okay, that's minus one. Great. Did it, did it, did the cat eat one of the three that you bought? No, he <laughs> ate one of the originals. So we had oh eight. Boy, one of the originals. Yeah. So the cat ate one. Ate a Stu Sutcliffe. Yeah. The cat <laughs> ate, ate one. Ate a Pete Best. One is in my car. Okay. Is that one, one of the ones that you bought? The one that's in your car? Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay. One is yours. Yeah, I think I think one of the ones that you bought is in my car. Weirdly. Okay, well that so then we should have four. We should have eighteen by my count. I mean, no, I, we I should have four, and maybe we only have three. Maybe that's not as as off as I thought it was. But it, it but required a lot is. of me searching. Plus, we have a lot of cords that I don't know what they go to. Okay. Plus, we have you know because Apple hates us, and we all have Stockholm syndrome with the Apple Corporation. When you say we all, <laughs> you have an iPad. No, I know, I have an iPad, but, but, but like, like this, we all, this is almost like a, a sort of the inverse of y'all, uh, and it means nothing when you say it, because I do not have Stockholm Syndrome with Apple. Well, I do. I have Stockholm yeah. Syndrome with Apple, and so because Don't of own that, a Mac. Don't own an iPhone. I have a Mac and AirPods now, which is very exciting, and also an iPhone. But now my Mac and my AirPods, the cord to that fucker... <laughs> Okay. No longer is a USB cord. It's some other what? Like it's Wait, not. What do you say? It's not only a USB cord. It doesn't have the USB thing on one side. Fuck it's got that. those two little tiny. It's got like the the little thing. It's the a different thing. thing. It's a different thing. Yeah. With you so far. It's a different thing. It's a different okay. kind of cord. So our like multi charger with all the USB holes. Yeah. I can't charge my Mac in that thing. Your Mac. My MacBook. I thought you were talking about your air air earbuds. I can't charge those either in that thing because it needs its own plus plus yeah. plus those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> when they send the earbuds, they don't they just send the earbuds and the little cord, but they don't send the thing that goes into the outlet. The AC outlet. So the, I can the, use the, the one adapter. for my I can <clears throat> use the one for my MacBook, but yeah. if I want something that goes into an outlet all by itself, yeah. I have to buy another thing, which fuck you, Apple. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I mean, the the I said AirBuds, but Ear that's po- like AirPods. A, yeah. Right. Because like AirBud is a movie about a dog that plays football. <laughs> and earbud is a generic term for. But the thing that okay. I have is AirPods. AirPods, which is God. Different. I wish I could. I could be like. Air on the Bud. legal team, the legal and marketing team uh, that Bud has to spend it. We can't call it Air Bud. Call Disney. Get him on the phone right now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> if they can if they can call it NHL team, the Mighty Ducks. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, yes, there was a kerfuffle about cords. There are cords. We have cords cord fuffle. things that I don't know where they go to and yeah. things that I have that I don't see any reason why they would need a cord. Have one. We're dealing with a lot of shit. I, <laughs> I think it's I am clear. dealing with a lot of shit. We. I mean, right now. Yeah, because because your shit becomes my shit. My shit does become your shit. Okay, just like my shit is part of your. That's the uh, you know, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Uh, bad news about marriage. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the highs are higher. The lows are lower. More more frequent. I don't like the. Do you think so? Basically, it's like everything's brown. When you're married, because it's like you mix. <laughs> That's not true. You mix all the colors. Yeah, I, I resent that. Wait, I, I'm not attacking you. Aren't you. I'm attacking the institution of marriage, I or the or not even marriage, but like you know, like couple coupledom. I think in a all good right. marriage, the highs yeah. are higher. I love how you have to describe a good marriage to me, <laughs> <laughs> lacking experience in it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking a good marriage, yeah. the kind that we obviously don't have. <laughs> the highs are higher and the lows are not higher. As, also the highs higher. are higher and the yeah. lows are not as low. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to do a thing with the brown. Um, you're correct. That is how a proper marriage should work. Jeez, I don't yeah, know. And, 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 what do you know about that? What do, I, what do I know about a good marriage? I know about a bad one. So I can describe a bad one, too. And, and that is where you're only... As happy He's the as person, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, that I feel was... like in our marriage, we're at least halfway between the happiest and the saddest person. 
Uh, at least that. Yeah, the happiest uh, in person general, tends to make the sadder person at least yeah, a little yeah. bit happier. I mean, it's not, you know, I can't work fucking magic here. Right? <laughs> wow. Like, I'm not a sorceress. <laughs> M- message received. <laughs> um, I, th- I think w- what's on the... All right, so, so we're, we're going to... Let's I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm, 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 I'm gonna let you start talking about comics. So, like, I'm in, I'm in a really shitty mood this weekend, okay, yep. and I, I think a good deal of it is the recurrent saturation point that I have with the four of us being in one fucking roof with just like all this uh, negotiation and back and forth. I have one of these where it's like, can I spend like a week by myself? I love you all more than my next breath of air. Apart from the fact that I want to punch every one of you. <laughs> we have been a little, well, we were apart and then we've been a little cooped up since we've been apart because we yeah, have, and I'm using air quotes here, bad weather, which is yeah, to exactly. say we have normal yeah, weather, right, right. absolutely reasonably fine weather. If you're from Boston. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like all freaked out. Every yeah, fucking place Buffalo. was closed yesterday because there was one inch I of snow. I could not get, and I'm still pissed about this. I want my fucking Diablo sandwich. Arby's was closed. <laughs> I got up. I got up yesterday morning. I just like you know. I'm. I don't. Know, I'm beat, man. I'm just not feeling it. I need something good to happen today. Yeah. Narrator. Nothing did. <laughs> <laughs> but I woke up yesterday morning. Like I need something good to happen today because well, things happened yesterday. We'll return to that. It was funny the thing that I said. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm exaggerating for comedic effect, much like you did when you said you were not a sorceress. <laughs> <laughs> it would take extra natural power to make me experience joy. <laughs> Returning to yesterday. What could be yesterday is like, like, I'm just not feeling it. I need something good to happen today. I know what I'm going to do. Because I know what it's like. I know that I shouldn't ask for a lot from the world. I have system over the course of nearly 50 years, I've lowered the bar to the point where I said, Arby's Diablo sandwich, this is the greatest thing that's going to happen to me all month. This, this fucking sandwich. All month, and and you can already tell like where I'm going wrong because like like I'm I'm doing something paradoxical here. What I'm saying is that this sandwich is it feels like a low hurdle. At the same time, I am viewing this sandwich with an unreasonable set of expectations, which is moot. <laughs> it didn't feel that way because I mean, like you were just excited about the sandwich. Oh, uh, fair, yeah, yeah reasonable. Yeah, yeah. You know, in, yeah, exactly. in, a, in a way that people that happy people feel happy because they don't feel like they have yeah i wanted to feel normal i wanted to feel like all that it would take is yeah, a goddamn small, arby's it's a small thing that makes for me like nice. just for once can i just kind <laughs> of just wake up and say you know be one of these cheerful schmucks who says boy diablo sandwich all right <laughs> and then i go eat this sandwich and like that makes my day yeah, can be, I not have that be my Saturday? You couldn't have it yesterday. No, no, because because uh, all the Arby's are closed. All the Arby's are closed. <laughs> I I know this because I I tried to call and like it's busy. I'm like they're gonna be fucking closed. But like I I gotta know. I gotta know. I, so I drive to the Arby's. Yeah, it's a ghost town. I have that because Burger there was King. An inch of snow. Because who? Because there was an inch of snow. An inch of snow. In some places. <laughs> I mean, I had no trouble driving to and from the Arby's. Um, Burger King, those those fuckers showed up for work. Did you get Burger King? No, I didn't get Burger Why King. Why did you get no, Burger King? Because I didn't want to get Burger King. Cause I, I thought I you did. loved their fries. The fries are pretty good, actually. Yeah. Fries. All right. Anyway. Um... What did I do instead? No, I had some point to make about Burger King. I felt sad. No, I, I was going to say what I had for lunch. Uh, what I had for lunch was uh, uh, the remnants of a bag of jalapeno potato chips, mm-hmm. a few pieces of salami, watched an episode of 30 Rock, and that was it. That was my day. That was my Saturday. Yeah, it is. Uh, when, it, when the weather is... And our kids are, like, not... I mean, they'll go out and play in the snow, but like. Well, our son was sick. Our son he is remains sick. He remains sick. sick. Yeah. Not from the cocoa. Uh, we don't know. Could but be. we don't know. But we like, we have one. We have one. Yeah, I don't care either. Yeah. Um, we have one point of evidence that suggests that he's not. He's got a negative test as of uh, a test. Well, he got swabbed on Thursday. Right. Yeah. Don't care if he has COVID or not, but he is. Uh, he's yeah. sick. So, but even even before, I'm, I'm just glad that I've stopped buying winter 
cold weather gear for the kids because when they were little i used oh, to buy that. stuff for yeah, them yeah, every yeah. year because that one time that it snowed yeah, yeah. and they were when they were little they were really excited to go out and play in the snow but they still, would have been excited had there been actual snow yeah. and our son was healthy still it was like you know a lot of putting things on and off to go out and play in the snow for 15 minutes yeah yeah so yeah we've been a little cooped up a little cooped up here i have been reading a lot of comics let's talk about comics we're gonna we're gonna back into it okay. i'm gonna talk about civil war first okay uh, I am continuing to read like a good four or five issues of the Civil War, the complete event. And you have been reading a lot of comics in at night. Yeah. Every the, time the, I get in bed and I'm like, what's Brian reading? He's reading comics. And and what I'm reading is the Civil War event. I finally have, I, I think, got to the bottom of uh, increasing my utility on the Marvel Unlimited app. Okay. They're continuing to roll out new features. It's almost back to even. Huh. Can I... Can you go to the next issue without having to go back and scroll through all that shit? Perhaps. My iPad's been dead for like a week, so I haven't looked at How it. How has your iPad been dead for a week? I mean, it's the thing that happens when you don't have a cord to charge it. Uh, I might call shenanigan on that. Because <laughs> um, our kids don't charge their iPads overnight. Mm. They're, they they're, uh, I don't know, man. I think that's the exception rather than the anyway, rule. Carry on. Anyway, so Marvel Unlimited app, I mean, it continues to improve. They, you know, they fucked it up badly, but they're getting it back to even... Yeah. So I've got like the whole event saved as a thing, and I'm actually able to, to get through because I'd, I'd started to look at reading it once, but it was not clear to me how I could just f- wend my way through the various titles that that, that were participating in the event. Mm-hmm. Problem solved. I'm digging it. Cool. Not all of the titles, but really that's kind of part of the fun. And what I have enjoyed most is that. This is a storytelling experience, a story experience that is very unique to events in comics. Okay. Um, I love the fact that it is all one narrative, mm-hmm. but this narrative is made up of uh, threads of other issues, a, mm-hmm. a tapestry, if you will. <laughs> a quilt. <laughs> what? A quilt. A quilt, yeah. So events will happen. A knitted hat. Sorry. Okay, right. So, <laughs> so like scenes will be repeated from one title to the next. It's the same stuff, same dialogue. Right. Even, right. um, I, I dig it. It, it. it that that repetition is it has a very poetic element to mm-hmm. it. You could never get away with that in in any of the medium. The, from a couple of times on TV shows, they've done stuff. I see that in TV shows from time to time, where you see the same rare. conversation from a different person. No, no, no. I don't mean. I don't mean like like one thing like like, like Rashomon, where you've got the Kurosawa film yeah, Rashomon. No, yeah, yeah. Okay, I haven't seen it. Okay, <laughs> I'm um, familiar. It, it has one event that's told from many different perspectives. Oh, okay. It's not that, and and that is something that's been repeated any number of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you get a little flavor for that when you watch Endgame. Right. Sticking with the comics theme. NBC, uh, from time to time, they would have their comedy lineup, like uh, typically Thursday. There'd be one event and four different shows would reference yeah. it. Four or five different shows yeah. uh, would reference it. That's that's similar. Yeah, I can't think of an <laughs> example, but I do remember that that had happened. Yeah, like... like um, and sometimes the characters would interact. Like, you'll never see friends talk to Seinfeld but it would be some show that you don't remember ever having happened like Caroline in the City uh, uh, what's her face Uh, god damn the the name of the actress yeah Yeah. Caroline yeah Leah Leah Thompson yeah yeah Leah Thompson okay anyway like like she'll talk to Phoebe at Central Perk for like 10 seconds or something like that but anyway uh, Civil War digging it yeah, not all of them. Again, um, how many have you read? Like how many? There's like 80 issues in mm. in the complete event, yeah. and I'm better than halfway done with that. Good um, yeah, because I'm doing like five, six issues a day, and I've been at it for about a week, so that that, that should all check out. Um, Wolverine is in this. Mm-hmm. I went into it with low expectations hmm. because the Wolverine as a solo title so you know character to, to anchor his own series particularly in, in like 2006 mm-hmm. went into it with low expectations and may i say i should have set them lower 
too high. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is ab- shallow, one note. Uh, Wolverine is violent and lives by his own honor code that <laughs> uh, to live outside the law, you must be honest. Um, and boring as hell. Hmm. And, and, and annoying mm. uh, as hell. Uh, but um, uh, Fantastic Four, I'm, I'm, I love those mm-hmm. folks. Um, that's been a bit of fun. Not a lot in the way of kind of like positive surprises. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to think here. Um, Heroes for Hire started off not all that awesome, but it's, it's kind of okay. Um, and I don't have any further thoughts. Daredevil is not as well represented. Uh, he's not as prominent in the thing as I would like because mm-hmm. um, yeah, Daredevil's awesome. Um, I do like Daredevil. I'm not able to to fashion this good. into well, to coherent I'm, thought. Know, that's yeah. a good. That's a good thing to be doing. I like a. I like a completist project. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's talk about this issue. Kick us off. What do you want to say? Me. Yeah, you. I what thought you you're not going to do like an on-the-fly summary. Hell no. <laughs> In this Hell to the no. <laughs> I don't even have it up. So this I'm, I'm, is I'm grabbing it. A, uh, a, a sequel to the life death uh, thing with Storm. She's in Africa. Yep. She's delirious. She's been shot. Mm. Uh, she imagines that all the X-Men are there with her. There's a lot of talk on the internet about what costume Kitty was wearing during that time. Wait, what? Is there? Apparently. Okay. I'll, yeah. believe, I'll believe you. Um. So she imagines these these her friends with her. Then she kind of comes to. There's a bus crash, maybe. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. See, it, I I saved this in my library, Good. so I can I can easily reference it. There's a bus crash. There's a bus, bus crash. Bus, bus, bus she crash. Uh, rescues a, a young girl who's pregnant, takes her back to her village. Uh, village is, is impoverished, even though in the past it has been prosperous. Uh, when, mm. when, when Whitey came, first Whitey, you Whoa. know, felt like it, they were going to be helpful, but then they. Uh, oh, Whitey. <laughs> yeah. But then the people lived outside of harmony with nature, and, you know, that was restored to its natural norm. So. Just like in the Dark Crystal. Just like in the Dark Crystal. Yeah. So they, the girl has the baby. Uh, there's a village elder who remembers Storm from her previous time in africa which is i guess all of time prior to our current time yeah. um and when the baby's born the village elder goes out to, to to die because uh the village can only sustain you know one exactly that number of people yeah. there's not they can't they can't to quote seinfeld they can't spare a square of, <laughs> can't spare a square yeah, uh, of food or whatever yeah so the net village, zero on yeah, the population the elder, right. that's right yeah. the elder goes out to die and, uh, you know, he's, he's, Storm is sad because she's caused his death, but he's happy because he sort of was the bridge between the, the old generation and the new generation. And then Storm is sort of thinking about herself now as the, you know, even though she's lost her powers, uh, thinking of herself as the bridge between humans and mutants. She's kind of in neither category. <clears throat> yeah. The end. Yeah. The end. Uh, what did you think of it? So I liked this one. Um, yeah. Because I thought the art was really cool. Holy cow! Yeah, Barry yeah. Winter Smith, amazing. Yeah, and uh, and I like Storm, and so yep. I like anything that centers on her story. And I think that one complaint that I read was that um, that it was you know too too Storm specific. But I never find anything too Storm specific. I want to read an entire novel about Storm. Yep. And uh, so I thought this one was pretty cool. And I also read as I was research because I did do a little bit of research this morning. No, oh, good for you. That it was meant to be like a three parter. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's um, and Jason Powell he talks about that, right? Yeah. yeah, and it didn't become a three-parter, but apparently Barry Windsor Smith later wrote a third thing that he self-published. Oh, really? Or something? I, I, I don't um, recall that. Yeah, oh gosh, the, let's let's find that. Yeah, let's I think it down. the character was called Ed Astra. Yeah. Um, period. And I to saw, the stars. Yes, yeah, I saw. <laughs> I saw like some 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 single frame things of that, but I didn't read yeah. them because I was in a hurry. <laughs> What were we so, in a hurry to do? Uh, Charge finish, your fin- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was in a hurry to finish the fucking banking thing is what I was in a hurry to do. Before, oh, because banking. that took me a long time. And uh, uh, Returning to Aurora. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to get a Should we do a free ad for YNAB? No. Oh, okay. Not Maybe. right now. Okay. We'll, we'll come... Okay, later we'll do a free ad for our. We're, we're gonna forget. No, do you want to do matter. a free ad? I, yeah, it's fine. Go ahead. I don't want to do a free ad for YNAB because at the moment it's not working for me. I I I spent. 
I don't know how much, like, we, or, so we, we ordered Domino's last night. We spent like $19. Is that a lot or a little? I don't know. According to YNAB, I've overspent in January for like $2,000. I don't know how that happened. I don't know what it all means. So YNAB, uh, I, I like that we've got a way to keep track of all our transactions, but beyond that, it's not really adding no, a whole that, lot to my decision-making ability. I think that might just be us. But anyway, carry on. Sorry, it is us. I didn't so mean to. This is an ad for, we, we, this is an ad for not us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do not hire us to, I mean, part of the. Don't hire us. Here's like the humble braggy way of saying it. Uh, part of the reason why we don't manage things all that deliberately. We're swimming in cash. Uh, okay. We're not... <laughs> Easy. Maybe not swimming. Nelson Rucker. We're, we're not we're... swimming I mean, in cash. I don't we're mean like, that, like, like in a Scrooge McDuck kind of way where he actually oh, literally swims in cash. But uh, We have simple tastes. We're li- yes, exactly. That man is wealthy. <laughs> 19... His pleasures are cheap. <laughs> like Did I mention? whether the $19 pizza is expensive. Yeah, well, well, yeah. No, I mean, $19. Um, one should be asking, how does one sell a pizza for $19 and still pizzas. make money? Two how pizzas. does one sell two pizzas? For nineteen dollars. Oh come on! Like the, the the food cost on that pizza is like four dollars. I guess, but still, but, there's labor and the place yeah. and all the shit. How does how in terms how? of like the number Food's of minutes? Gotta fucking get there. Oh how God. does it anyway? Carry on. In terms of us and money and cheapness, it costs us nineteen dollars because we didn't pay full freight for the pizzas. I don't, I never buy any pizza without a coupon. Anyway, carry on about the comic. I'm sorry for mentioning Winehab. You wanted you 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 opened that door, counselor. I did. I, did. I said I was sorry. Okay, you said you're sorry. I did. I just said I'm sorry. I don't for want you to. Winehab. I want you to think that like you know I'm, I'm I said something inappropriate about uh, our finances. You didn't say anything inappropriate. I'm I'm a cheap guy. <laughs> you are a cheap guy. Yeah. Um, Barry Winter Smith, really awesome and amazing. Uh, a question that I have. And I'm probably never going to research the answer. If you know the answer to this question that I'm about to pose, please send it to Cerebro at XMenFiles.com. Again, that's Cerebro at XMenFiles.com. Please be patient about us responding to email. email. We get a lot, lot and I'm doing what I can. It's hard to keep up with. It's only two of us. It's exactly. (laughs) So the question I have is, I don't know if there has been anything about the colors for this issue uh, for the digital version. Mm -hmm. I, I... I hope not. What do you mean anything? Well, so very often, I shouldn't say very often, some of the digital issues, the colors are different than they were in print. All right. Why would that be? Because they can do that. Mm. Uh, The Walt Simonson run on Thor, the colors are different. I think they look great. Mm. Um, Like more saturated or like completely different colors? uh, I neither. I don't know what, I don't even mean by saturated. Um, so I don't know. Um, <clears throat> in some cases, different colors. Okay. Uh, point being that I don't know whether they, they changed it for this issue. Mm-hmm. The colors are amazing. Yeah. The colors look really, really fantastic. Um, in the book, All the Marvels, he, he's not always on board with the digital the changes for the digital, mm-hmm. uh, I- edition. And he makes a compelling case sure. for not being on, on board with it. Uh, the Walt Simonson stuff, I'm reading that and I love how it looks. I, I like, I just know looking at it that it looks different than, mm-hmm, it <laughs> than it did in print. Uh, in this case, it looks as though they have, they have kind of punched up the colors a little hmm. bit and I really, really dig it. Yeah. Um, now I say that just as, as an additional hooray on top of, uh, Barry Windsor Smith's just absolutely amazing pencil work on this yeah the art is really really cool on this and one. did he ink it himself as well because the inking looks different looks a little bit heavier in a good way okay, yeah i think he inked his own stuff marvel comics is not what are you doing playing nice with me i'm trying to get out of captain america for one thing and it's not out of captain me. america iron fist i'm danny rand what okay stop 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 <laughs> Don't okay. don't do that silently. <laughs> okay. okay, talk. While were, were, were you were you just you just wanted to like have a look at the art or something? I wanted to look at the cover and yeah. Okay. Here you go. Because I'll just hand you my iPad. Thanks. Yeah, the art's really cool. <laughs> That's what all that was for. Confirming. Okay. Also, apparently there was there on the internet. Yeah. There was a lot of talk about this redheaded person here on the. Uh, that's like going to be a um. 
Uh, yeah, that's like a Jean Grey slash Madeline Pryor slash who knows what right. going on there. Whether yeah, that know, was like a, a miscoloring of somebody else or that was intended to be her. Um... My take on that is that it's Aurora's uh, sort of hallucination-ish yeah. stuff. There was another thing that, that I read Yeah, that in... And I don't know who the source for this was, but apparently uh, this during the, the meeting for this issue was when Chris Claremont learned that they were going to bring back. Uh, oh, was the meeting? Okay, there was okay. like a meeting to discuss this issue or something. And, you know, and maybe he's written about it in something that he wrote. And this okay. is where he learned that he was that they were going to bring back Jean Grey. And he was super pissed off about it. I don't think he learned about it in a meeting because... He learned about it like on a Friday night. Right, it was on a Friday night, and yeah, he was okay. like gonna like you know by oh, yeah, the time the weekend came around, really he pissed cooled off. off. Yes, I thought that was you know again I like the little backstory things. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know where did where did you read that? Like where you, did you know you'll that from? you'll you'll see that in a number of places. <laughs> um, Claremont was famously really pissed off, and I think um, is that the Innocenti or uh, Wheezy who told him like on a friend, like they were, they're having dinner and like on a friend, like, Oh, by the way, John Byrne is bringing back Gene Gray. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Something like now there's loads of stuff in the library. What is happening? Uh-oh. I didn't put all this shit in my library. Uh, okay. it's actually our library. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I thought yeah. this issue was, was cool. I love a story about storm and, uh, I wish that there was, uh, you know, that she featured heavily in every single issue. I never get tired of her. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, could do a real quick detour on, uh, continue talking on the other uh, Jean Grey comes back thread. Sure. Um, I don't have anything else. <clears throat> I thought it was really cool. I enjoyed okay. reading it and I thought the art was really cool and I love Storm. That's, oh. that's all I have. <laughs> um, repeating a story from, uh, told by uh, Kurt Busiek uh, about Jean Grey coming back. So, the idea about how it is that she came back is, is not like quite canon, but I think everybody, everybody's convinced that Kurt Busiek had the, the plot idea for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens is in the pages of the Fantastic Four that John Byrne is writing and drawing at this time, mm-hmm. the Fantastic Four finds this like pod at the bottom of uh, Jamaica Bay in, in New York. Yeah. Uh, they pull it out and Jean Grey is in there. Which is where her body had been stowed. Uh, when because you did you read the thing where we find out how Phoenix comes to be? Probably not. Um, I read the whole Phoenix. Like I think it might happen before yeah, the Phoenix Saga uh, trade paperback. Anyway, so they're in this space shuttle and it crashes in Jamaica Bay, and Phoenix emerges from that. So mm-hmm. what we what we find out is that well, actually. <laughs> She's still there. Yeah, Phoenix as Just a life. Like we're all you know, still Phoenix, everywhere. Yeah. The, this sort of um, energy force mm-hmm. encountered Jean Grey and took on her appearance. But Jean Grey, her actual body, gets like, you know. Still in this pod. Very conveniently placed into a pod to go to the uh, the bottom of uh, Jamaica Bay. Um, and so that's the plot. That's how she comes back. That's how she gets resurrected. What are you laughing at? <laughs> you're going that sounds really unlikely <laughs> like as if you uh-huh. know, yeah yeah it it, 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 it does have and all of these things are extremely likely to have happened but that one that sounds a little implausible <laughs> the, the, chuck klosterman has a thing where he is talking about saved by the bell and it's kind of flexible re- re- relationship with reality and look I've seen like two episodes of Saved by the Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 not that Gen Xer. <laughs> okay, I've seen a lot. Weirdly, loads of folks yeah. of our generation did. I, I I was not one of them because I'm like, um, but I'm in college. You're telling me that the chicks are good looking. They're meant to be in high school, and I don't know that like I'm 20 and I'm probably younger than these actresses, but I still feel skeevy looking at them. <laughs> This the show isn't funny. Yeah, no, it isn't, <laughs> and it's annoying. Yeah, it but is. so so Klosterman. So I'm going to say about the bell and, and varying shades of reality. He says, like, there's an episode where they actually find oil on the grounds of the high school. It's like a weird shit like that happens. Screech comes up with like, like a robot to do his homework and other stuff like that. And he's watching it with a friend and uh, uh, Zach Morris, who is like, I can, yeah. the guy's like talking yeah. to his principal yeah. and, and, and it's a very casual conversation. 
and the dude who's watching was, oh, come on. Nobody talks to their vice principal <laughs> like that. And like, that's the, that's the that's thing. That's the thing that they have to... <laughs> Like everything, you could have all sorts of wild shit happen on the show, and like, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, a bit like we were watching the Gilmore Girls early today. It's, oh, who has a conversation like that? Like, this fucking show, the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> it takes place in Oz, the show. <laughs> okay, I, I, I love I it, but, I w- but anybody who thinks that that it is unflinching verisimilitude. <laughs> I continue to watch the Gilmore Girls, and I continue to, uh, I don't know. Oh, I'm digging it. I'm I'm absolutely yeah. loving it. Um, I it's this season. I, I got to go back and check my notes. I want to say that it is this season where the Paladinos are not all that involved. I may be wrong about this. Mm-hmm. Like they're still getting a producer credit. And they've written a couple of them, but at least some of the episodes, like the writers, like the first five seasons of that show, the two of them, mostly Amy, I think, wrote like most of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think a lot of people griped at the, about this season. I'm finding it gripping as hell. Mm. I am so on board with this season. The whole thing about her, like her, I don't know, I just, I find the dialogue to be, I see what they hilarious? were trying to do. No, I don't find it to be hilarious. I wow. find it to be tiresome, especially when Lorelai is talking. I find her word parts to uh-huh. be very annoying. Word parts? Yes. <laughs> How are my word parts? I find parts? her character actually to be kind of annoying. Um, increasingly annoying as the seasons go on even there are some annoying elements uh, to her character Um, there are I think we've already had a conversation that there are some elements uh, where I'm not in the same place as the show's creators in terms of what kind of personality traits they're celebrating and and, and so forth but but I dig the show yeah that's fair I mean the, Uh, the girl likes it yeah, yeah, yeah. Our daughter, our daughter loves it, and it's a fine show for her to watch, um, for for any number of reasons. Uh, returning to Jean Grey, yes, we, <laughs> the implausibility of her. We, we, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, like, like, oh come on, really? As if that. Well, really actually, happened. yes, really. Yeah. But so, so this idea that she was at the bottom of Jamaica Bay the whole time that came from Kurt Busiek, mm-hmm. uh, who was big, big comics guy. He got the idea from the X Men. There, the Silver Age X Men. At a certain point, Professor X dies. Uh-huh. Okay, but what if he didn't? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're so, gonna talk about Boba Fett too, by the way. Here oh, okay, minute. great. Yeah. So, speaking, speaking of that, so it turns out, you know, it, Professor X had faked his own death. He was actually in the basement of Xavier Mansion the whole time, working on some top secret project. Mm, okay, so Busiek basically said, like, like. Well, I mean, like any time that a character dies, just they were in the basement. They were in the, the basement. Whole time. <laughs> they were in the basement. Jean <laughs> so like, like, Grey, she's not really dead. She's just, you know, in the aquatic equivalent of the basement. Yeah. That's funny. Which, which I find absolutely uh, delightful. I mean, and, and Busiak, I've, I've heard interviews with him on, on podcasts and so forth. He's a super guy. He loves comics. Um, he gets it that. I don't want to say like, like like he leans into the camp or anything like that. He understands the limitations and opportunities of the genre, sure. Um, which unfortunately led to Burn resurrecting Jean Grey. Which um, I remember reading that issue at the time when Jean mm-hmm. Grey came back. I was overjoyed. So in real time, how long had it been from the time that she it felt like ages? Um, right. I want to say in real time, like five years. Okay, but in youth me time. Like, in eternity. Because I had first read... Uh, I mean, so first issue of the X-Men that I read is 138, mm-hmm. which was, like, like, came out in, I think, 1980. I would have been eight years old, so I was, like, 13, 14 when mm-hmm. Jean Grey that's came back. Yeah. The time span between eight and 13, that's a fucking ice age. Yeah, I mean, we've been doing this for two years. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, my my whole perspective was was very very different at mm-hmm, that time, sure. and I remember being you know kind of delighted by it. Yeah. Um, now I'm annoyed that Gene ever mm-hmm, came back. Mm-hmm, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. obviously, I can I can easily see kids being delighted about it. Yeah. yeah, kids don't think in that sort of same way. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm Team Claremont and and on this issue. Yeah. Now at the time I would have been like, oh come on, Chris, lighten up. Um, but I'm definitely a Team Claremont now. All right. Um, what do you want to say about Boba Fett? We've been watching, but we've seen two episodes, three episodes. Three. Three episodes. Yeah. I slept yeah. through one. 
So you've seen two. So I've seen two. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even one and a half. Okay. But um, I don't uh, I don't care. I don't I have a hard time caring about it. So talk more about that because it maybe is there any Star Wars or Disney Plus series that you did care about? I cared about a lot of them. I mean I even cared cool. about the ones that Give me I one. Like 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 Hawkeye, you cared about Hawkeye? I cared about Hawkeye deeply. Cool. Uh, I even cared about uh, WandaVision at first. Okay. Can you put your finger on what the difference is between Boba Fett and say Hawkeye? Um so and we've talked about this yeah. a little bit on our on our walk. So like while obviously every series that they make is made with the intention of making money right i can't be like hawkeye yeah. is just made for art whereas yeah. boba fett is made as a cash grab mm -hmm. um but somehow bringing back a character that in the world of the of the thing really and, and again star wars i'm not like that i don't really remember sure. a lot of details of the original star i haven't seen them a million times right. like like you have but boba fett he went into that fucking thing <laughs> and then he was dead he was dead, right? Like, satisfyingly so. Yeah, satisfyingly yes. dead. So like... Fifth grade me was just... I was I was uh, in the theater delirious with happiness when Boba Fett <laughs> bought it. Did, right. Yeah. So like bringing him back from the dead to have another series. Like mm -hmm. I don't really care about what's happening to the character, but also mm -hmm. it feels like a weird kind of cheap cash grab. Like they sat down sure. and were like, okay, right, who do we have that's dead? <laughs> and how can yeah. we bring them back to make some more content and money for Disney? And somehow that irritates me. Beyond just who, I, I think, well, we did talk about this in one of our walks yeah. and I had a perspective on this that I can't remember, so maybe it wasn't all that profound. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to, ooh, ooh, you're going to fill me in. I'm, I'm going to qualify it a little bit. Um, it's not so much who's dead that we can bring back. It's what characters are there that we can exploit. And I think this is like, like Bob Fett would have been on the short list. Right. And That's then we like, yeah. yeah, like, well, actually we can't because he's dead. Well, right. You said <laughs> that, that my first like, day in that he was like a very popular sort of second, second tier. Character. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Boba Fett. What uh, 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 was that? Okay. Um, maybe that, that was the thing. Yeah, Boba Fett was a really huge fucking deal. Yeah, that's that's mostly what you said. Uh, yeah. In in 1983, between 1980 and 1983, like Boba Fett was, like, he was. At the top of the list of secondary characters. Right. You likened it also to like Rogue One, that like we didn't need to know how they oh, had yeah, the yeah, plans, yeah. but I disagree because in Rogue One, yes, it's an expansion of the franchise, obviously with the intent of sure. making money, but it also adds something to the story. But in Boba Fett, they just take someone who was dead and mm -hmm. make them alive again <laughs> to tell a story that I don't care about. And, and that's where I think the difference is coming in, probably. Yeah. So two things. One... Um, your history with the character Boba Fett doesn't mirror mine. Yeah. And this is not a question of taste. It's just, this is just history, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when, when I was 10 years old and Return of the Jedi has not come out yet and I'm on the playground chatting with other kids and like, that son of a bitch Boba Fett. <laughs> you know, like, and you yeah. know, this is pre-internet. Yeah. All that we have about Boba Fett is the... The sum total of his appearance in Empire Strikes Back couldn't have been more than five minutes. Mm -hmm. I don't think he has more than one line of dialogue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He looms large despite all that. All right. So it, your history with the character is is not when, mine. Yeah. And that's just, you know, that's nobody's fault. So uh, it, whereas you know, Jeremy Renner, you know, come on, you you like Jeremy Renner. I mean, I do like Jeremy <laughs> Renner, but I don't know what that has to do with it. It it, it doesn't hurt, does it? I like the yeah. Bucky character too, but I don't. I think that guy's super hot, Sebastian Stan. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I didn't really care for Falcon and Winter Soldier, so there you go. No, fair, yeah. fair. Uh, but but, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that that's like the grand total. It, it's or, or... <laughs> you should make it all about my middle aged lady sex fantasies. <laughs> sex fan. I mean. I was just going to say, like, whatever. Like, you've got celebrity crushes. I mean, you know. I, <laughs> My middle-aged lady celebrity crushes. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, like having Ming-Na in, in Boba Fett, that, that, that's a plus. Mm. <laughs> she, she's cute. Mm -hmm. um, mm. But is it, it, it's not a question of, like, like how it ends up, but, uh, like, how much of a head start Hawkeye gets. Right. So, actually, Falcon and Winter Soldier, that's a great example, because you say, like, you, you, you go into it thinking, hey, Sebastian Stan... You know, I'll I'll stare at this dude <laughs> you know, for a while. Like how how hard how hard is this? And and they can't quite 
yeah, use uh, what they already have, you know, the, the materials yeah. that they have to, uh, to hand. So one of the things that I said in that walk is, well, I mean, I said that, which is I come to this with more sure. history of the character. But two, irrespective of why the story is being told, and it's being told so that Disney can continue to make money. Sure. Okay. What? But irrespective of why it's being told, you know, why did they pick this character? Why do they pick, you know, whatever. I'm prepared. I'm open to the idea that they can tell the story well. Mm. And so Falcon and the Winter Soldier didn't quite do that. No. Hawkeye did. Yeah. Uh, Bubba Fett, the, you know, the narrative, like, what happens to that character? I don't give a shit. <laughs> right. You were really into the, yeah, seeing Jabba's palace and... It looks fucking cool. Yeah. It looks amazing. Uh, and it is fair of me. It, saying that sci-fi, be it TV or film, or comics, really, because it's visual, you know, any visual sci-fi medium, to say that it succeeds because it looks cool is. I'm going to make up this metaphor right now. Okay. It's like saying you really, really love a band because you like the drummer. <laughs> it, it's the same fucking thing. Like the lyrics might suck, uh, melodically it might not be there, but like if the drummer like is really really good, <laughs> and I say this as think about that, yeah. Uh, yeah, as someone who is I love Led Zeppelin, and they they have the other ingredients as well, lyrically, uh, melodically they're, they're really awesome, but it, like maybe Rush. <laughs> at the end, I look at them and like, it's like, oh my god, Neil Peart, you know, they just want to talk about like his drum kit and his solos and all this other shit. It's like, right, so. Ordinarily, the drummer is not the most forward element for like pop music. I mean, definitely it is. You know, for 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 some for for something. Tito Puente is currently writing an angry email to me. But um, (laughs) is he? No. Um, (laughs) So so the visual element of that, I say, like you know what, it is possible for that to succeed well enough that it makes it interesting. That I enjoy it. Yeah, 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 that's fair. I mean, you know, I'll finish it. But, yeah. uh, you know, can I tell you what's happening or oh, I couldn't. whether I care about it? No, I can't. There's a thing. There's a bar. There's people in a bar. Yeah. There's the guy that plays uh, Selena husband. Meyer's husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got like a delightfully sort of odious uh, manner. Which he's is, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and, yeah. Uh, you know, that's most of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Noted. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of with you there. Yeah. Uh, there are no there are no lessons there may be there if you go looking for yeah. them, but but it's not all that all, all that front and center. The character Boba Fett, like, I'm a little bit angry that he's kind of defanged mm-hmm. uh, through the course of this. I mean, he, he looks as though the arc is largely uh, about a semi uh, uh, retributive arc, um, like uh, where he becomes not such a baddie exactly yeah yeah, yeah. that he's getting I even mean, it's a slight face turn mm-hmm. not really because he's still an anti-hero right. but um I'm, I'm not not wild about that but uh it looks it looks really really great yeah. um, reminds me also strangely of um uh work of ralph bakshi mm. now uh, animator and really, really cool. He did uh, the world's first X-rated animated movie, Fritz the Cat. Wow. <laughs> Fritz cool. the Cat, based on the work of R. Crumb. Uh, I like that movie. Mm-hmm. Not because of anything narratively. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I think it, it just looks really, really great. There's a scene in Fritz the Cat. He's he's in New York, and like he goes uptown, and it's it's the early 70s, folks, so... Uh, it's about him going into predominantly African American neighborhood. So, sure. but but the way that they, so so like, hey, I'm going to go up to Harlem, and then the film just kind of takes a break to hear like the first two minutes of of Bo Diddley, mm-hmm. and there's like this crow snapping his fingers. Uh, well, that song plays, mm-hmm. and there's a little spot in the center of the screen that are, uh, gradually expands mm-hmm. to show like that where he where he goes. Narrative, like you don't need it at all. Right, you certainly don't need it for it to be that long. It just looks great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know what? You know what, Ralph? There's a lot of stuff in here that doesn't work. That's like silly or goofy. There's a lot of it in here that is probably pretty offensive for the early '70s and has not aged well. <laughs> <laughs> the racial politics and the sexual politics of Fritz the Cat. No, <laughs> it's pretty terrible. Yeah. Okay. But it's 
visually, sonically, it's fucking cool. Yeah, it's like that bit in James Bond, whatever the James Bond movie we saw most recently, where he's in the, the, the like, abandoned uh, office building. and the there's Skyfall? Like that, we saw uh, Skyfall most recently. Yeah, where he's like sneaking up on some guy who's trying to kill somebody, and he's in this like abandoned office building, and there are like these like weird, cool sort of jellyfish light things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that really, really cool. It went on for a long time. Oh, that was so great. Yeah, there yeah, was a part awesome. of me that was like, how does the guy not hear him walking up? But at the oh, same time, yeah, it was yeah, really yeah. cool to look at. Yeah, yeah that was uh, that was fantastic. And I, 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 I get it that there is a place for criticizing and say, look, it's just it's just stylistic flourishes and, and substantively it's vacuous. Um, Something that can maintain stylistic flourishes for like 30 minutes or an hour yeah. or 120 minutes, that's hard to do, yeah, man. Yeah, I and that. by the way, anybody who says that, like, like, oh, there's no substance to it, if you say that and you've got anything at all nice to say about Peter Greenaway, you can fuck straight off. <laughs> I don't know who Peter Greenaway is. Peter Greenaway directed- Stop referencing things that I don't know. All right. Well, I'm, I'm just more literate in culture than you are. Mm. Uh, Peter Greenaway directed The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover, and mm -hmm. also Prospero's Books. Prospero's Books is- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We, the worst movie <laughs> I've ever seen. It is empty spectacle. The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover is empty spectacle with loads of violence, loads of sexualized violence. Prospero's books is just empty, <laughs> empty stylistic spectacle with John Gielgud's penis. <laughs> okay. With respect to Mr. Gielgud and his penis, <laughs> I didn't need to pay $5 for that. I wish I could reread the, like, the Facebook exchange between you and, and uh, Mike, uh, my friend Mike. Yeah, yeah. Right now. What was the exchange? Because I can't remember what precipitated well, someone that. Someone posted about the worst movie that, that you had ever seen. You had seen yeah. it with him. And so oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, yeah. I, I can't remember what, what, what new ground we covered in that. I don't know but, that yeah, you that covered was... any new ground, but it was the first time I... <laughs> that's, yeah. that's like the silver lining. <laughs> um, I, I have to... Do, this is a visual thing. So, like, because I will remember this until I die. Mike and I are watching the movie, so I'm, I'm like, we're both facing the screen, okay? Uh -huh. And like, like you're, you're me, and I'm, and I'm Mike. And at some point, like, you look over, look over at me, and then I come. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now, what, what I tried to do, quizzical face. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks over at me, just like puzzled. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, like that sums it up. <laughs> And, and you know we're we're not stupid people, okay? We're not rubes. <laughs> but I was watching this, and I'm like, <sighs> forgive me for sounding like some kind of fucking hasty, but like, I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? don't get it. Yeah, because I love empty spectacle. Yeah, who doesn't? Well, yeah. Well, uh, okay. So there's a place for empty spectacle. Uh, Life death two was full. Spectacle. spectacle, yeah, visually yeah. arresting, yeah. Uh, narratively awesome, and we love Aurora. I, I did more it. talk. I did. You, you, you need I to talk. I more. did some talk. No, we're we good. did some. Yeah, we're all good. We're good. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the X Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.